halftime show for the Super Bowl actually looks pretty good this year. Who is it? I just sent it to you. It is Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and I believe Mary J. Blige. Wow. That is a super dope lineup. I, I missed that. That was a super dope lineup. Uh, they just it announced one minute ago, and I sent it to you. Oh, there you go. Breaking news. Yeah. So, <laughs> Not bad. I like that lineup. Yeah, I mean, I don't – that's by far the best lineup they've had. I mean, again, it's so personal taste. Like, I'm not a huge Beyonce guy. I'm not a big The Weeknd guy, so I wasn't as up for any of those. But that's – The Weeknd I mean, was phenomenal. It was a great show. It was a great show. I mean, finally, halftime coordinator Jay-Z comes through, I guess. <laughs> About time, right? That just means that Kendrick Lamar's album's finally coming out, though. Finally. Yeah, I was I was wondering about that, man. Like, Dre gonna drop something? Yeah, no time. It's gonna be his single his single uh, album, so I might drop some nice bars on there. <laughs> they need to they need to like have a uh uh non-children's broadcast too like let there them you go let, let them curse let them like let's hear the real versions no clean versions yeah because man that's gonna suck listening to the, the beeps and the beeps and the more beeps <laughs> yeah and yeah i don't what would dr dre sing if they said you couldn't sing about marijuana on the broadcast uh whatever song he put on are we there yet (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i like i can't think of a song from the chronic or the chronic 2001 that doesn't mention weed uh it's gonna be interesting probably twist that up yeah i'm i'm down though a a nice change of pace i think yeah definitely has the up the, the opportunity to be the most relevant halftime show I think that we've had. Yeah. I mean, you could have probably got someone new up there. Could have probably pulled a Billie Eilish. Put her on halftime show. Get all the tweens to come out and explode. Like, the ratings will go through the roof just for halftime and then just go right back to normal his history breaking, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how it goes. Hey, man. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. You're guaranteed.
I am Angel. I am here with co-host Jay, and this is, I almost want to call this the, the rivalry show, because Tom is going home. Going home, baby. Yeah. That's, this I is, mean, this is where we would night. have, like, this is where we would call Diddy and be like, hey, can we use that song? And be like, yeah, bro, go ahead. Thanks. And then we'll just, like, play it in the background. <laughs> As Julian Edelman has been calling it, the Goat Bowl. The Goat Bowl? There's no... What is the possibility of the Patriots winning this game? I'm not going to bet it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put any money on this. Tom Brady came out saying, there's no doubt I want to fuck these guys up. I mean, excuse me. He said, kick these guys' butts. But I'm going to go ahead and translate for Tom Brady, Okay. He wants to fuck these guys up. (laughs) I mean, devil's advocate, I would suppose if anybody knows what Tom Brady doesn't do well or how to make Tom Brady uncomfortable, it's Bill Belichick. Uh, But at the same time, I know one knows that defense better than Tom Brady going against it for 20 years. Well, and I don't, I don't, I was going to say, I don't think Stefan Gilmore's healthy. He's out for till week six, I think, because he's on the IR. Yep. So, and J.C. Jackson, I, don't, I think I think Bill Belichick is slipping something into, like, his pre-workout or, like, his protein <laughs> shakes before the game, slipping in, like, just a little bit of, little bit of something. Because last year, you were saying – people were saying, like, he might be the defensive player of the year. Like, right. Stephon Gilmore, who? We got J.C. Jackson. Bill Belichick gets his undrafted guy – creates him, turns him into, does what he did with uh, Malcolm Butler, turns him into a max contract number one corner. And this year he looks like straight ass. Like he's been, he is, yeah, he has not been anybody's defensive player of the year. And you've got uh, Jalen Mills on the other side. I just, Tampa Bay has played so far this season, Atlanta, Dallas and LA there's a decent chance that the Patriots have the worst corners Tom Brady's seen all year and and for the first time for the first time in I think like eight years last week Devin McCourty looked slow he looked like he, he didn't look like the Devin McCourty that won three Super Bowls four Super Bowls so Tom Brady's catching these guys at the at their worst time huh yeah, I I don't know, man. Like, again, it's Bill Belichick. So, if anybody can make it can make it close, it's Bill. Mac Jones has not been incredible, but the shining moment with Mac Jones is when under pressure, he has been very good in terms of not making mistakes. He has delivered the ball. Now, again, these have not been, like, incredible throws. He's bombing it deep to anybody. But he's been good under pressure, especially compared to a rookie. I think it was something like he was 14th in the league under pressure, and he's been pressured the most in the league. It's like, not bad. Like, he is better than Jimmy Garoppolo numbers-wise under pressure right now. So so why, why, is, he, why is he in such pressure? What's going on there? Uh, offensive line is missing Trent Brown. Oh, I think man. They, he's been I, out I for I, 
He's been out since week one. And I think I, think I said that. Uh, yeah, I think with them shuffling people around on that offensive line, they are they they just look like they're shuffling people around. I definitely told you in the beginning of the season that this offensive line is one injury away from looking awful, and that happened to them, and that's exactly what's going on. Mac Jones looked good the first game, and it's just slowly has slipped since then. But again, I don't, man, I don't know. I don't know that they've looked. I don't know that they've looked awful. They haven't looked amazing. Like, compare, they haven't looked like a Patriots offensive line. Patriots offensive lines are very disciplined. They work really well together. But this is the first time where you've had two new pieces on the offensive line, bringing Trent Brown back. And I think they have a guy at right tackle, too. Uh, they, just haven't, they just don't look like they've gelled yet. You're missing the most important part that your super long time offensive line coach is out, and this is your first year without him. So that plays into everything heavy. That the offensive line for the Patriots, I think that establishment that you guys always had is kind of out the window. We'll see. Uh, the one thing I've I've seen with um, especially like Patriots messaging board, message boards and stuff like that, talking to people who watch the Patriots, Patriots beat writers, is one thing to keep in mind with this team, the Patriots, is that they are not – they did not build this team to win now. None of these free agents are on one-year deals. They're on two-year deals, three-year deals, four-year deals. So this is a team that's meant to grow and look better next year. These aren't rentals who you're expecting to – step in if Richard Sherman joins the Buccaneers on a one-year 1.2 million dollar deal you expect him to stop in and perform he's a rental who knows if you'll resign him he's 33 he's coming in to win a ring that's not the expectations in New England New England the expectation is we're going to be better this year I mean I, I don't think anybody expects a rookie quarterback to really you know make it to the Super Bowl but they are right. expecting him to look better week. 10 than he looked week one and looked better week 16, week 17 than he did in week 10. So I think that's, that's the way you have to look at it. Um, but I, that's me being devil's advocate. This spread opened up at uh, bucks minus five and a half. It's already up to uh, minus seven. The money line for new England was plus two ten, and it's already at plus two sixty five. The money is, heavily on the Buccaneers and I mean as it should be man I I I don't think that there is really any chance that the Buccaneers don't win by two scores yeah I put uh I actually um quick peek I'm actually betting the Bucks minus 17 for plus 270 because I'm that confident that either at the end of the game it's going to be two scores and Mac Jones will make a stupid play, throw an interception for pick six. It's in all these rookies' blood. All the rookies, all five of them, combined for 18 interceptions. And only one win. Kudos to Mac Jones. At, at the same time, yeah. I mean, you also have to look at, at the same time, I don't think Mac Jones has played a team. They played the Jets. They've played the Dolphins, and now this last week they played um... – 
spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. Money back guarantee. Wide world of sport. So, quick money back guarantee breakdown of the MLB. It is on fire. Absolutely on fire. The Blue Jays on on fire. Eh, they're five and five in their last game, in the last 10. So they have some work to do, but they're doing great. Seattle, the surprise team out of nowhere. They're nine and one, and they're giving a huge race to this AL wild card. And of course, you got Boston and the Yankees. If everything ends right now, you would have a one-game series against the Yankees in Boston, but there's a potential of a four-game tie where everyone would have to be put in a small little bracket and play to see who the hell makes it to play the Rays. Literally like the uh, like the NBA playing tournament. Pretty much. Just complete accident and absolutely wonderful for the MLB. Absolutely wonderful. They are grinning that they're pushing their playoffs a little bit just to get these games in because they might actually compete with football numbers. But I have the scenario right now for the last four games of the series or four games of the season for the MLB. Um, the Yankees are 90 and 86. They have one game tonight versus Toronto, and then they have a three-game series against the Rays. Then we have the Boston Red Sox. They have one game of the Orioles, and then they have a three-game series with the Nats, and the Nats are just not playing good right now. Then Seattle, the dream team, they're 89-70, and and they have a three-game homestand against the Angels. And the Blue Jays, they have one game tonight against the Yankees. And then they have a homestand against the Baltimore Orioles. Who do you think makes it into this tournament or makes it into the game? Because right now it would have to, it would take the Yankees to go two and two. The Red Sox to go three and one. Seattle to go three and oh. And Blue Jays to go three and zero, and everyone is tied. But everyone has favorable matchups except for the Yankees. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I, I mean, it could mean the entire season for the Blue Jays Yankees rubber game tonight because they yeah. split, and it's been pretty close. Uh, but. Man, Baltimore just does not have that much to play for. They're playing the Red Sox tonight, and the Redskins have an or the Red Sox, not the Redskins. Red Sox have a three-game series with Washington, like you said. I yep. think in terms of scheduling, the Blue Jays and the uh, Red Sox have the best schedule. Yeah, but it would be wild to see the Mariners sneak in there. Dude, they they definitely damage. could. 
They've been hitting spectacularly. They're hitting after the sixth inning is number one in the league. They're the clutchest hitting team after the six. And they're nine and one. They have they have been playing absolutely on fire this month. And I could really I see it going as a three team tie. I do see it as a three team tie. And as crazy as it sounds, I see the Yankees out. I who think you, that who do you have winning tonight? Blue Jays, Yankees. I actually have the Blue Jays winning tonight. Uh, they've got their Cy Young candidate on the mound. I've also got the Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, it helps have four games at home, too. They've yeah. increased the crowd size. Oh, yeah. I, I've got Blue Jays, Red Sox, but man, the, the tonight is going to be a tough one. They really they picked a, a bad time to go on a, you know, three game losing streak, two of those to the Twins. Yeah, that was a that was a rough series they took against the Twins. I definitely thought they would have been played a lot better there, especially that the Twins really have, like, six guys that are called up at this point. So I definitely thought they would take that series, but they didn't. That's the tough thing about this Blue Jays team is when the bats aren't there, they're not there. No. They have a lot of games where it's, like, six to one, eight to nothing, like – If the bats are there, like, they either lose or win. They have to have the highest margin of loss and victory of any team in Major League Baseball. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I don't – it's very interesting, and especially when they have the pitching that they have. Like, those three and four pitchers are rough because Jose Barreos has been playing lights out since he got there. So, they have pitching. If the bats can stay hot like they are, I think they make it. I have a three-team tie. I think Boston um, takes care of their games. I think uh, the Blue Jays will win tonight against the Yankees, show that their bats are good. The pitching will keep it very, very very interesting because I think the Yankees are putting up their ace. So I honestly feel that – the Blue Jays, Boston, and Seattle will take care of the Angels on their homestand. And the Rays are really going to play really good baseball. They, they're going to try to end the Yankees season as they can right now, and they should. Because if you see them boys in the playoffs, it's not a good look. Take out your biggest threat right now, and I think the Rays will do that. Do you want to hear a crazy stat? Yes, sir. So the uh, four wildcard teams in the American League, here is their run differential. Uh, Yankees are plus 48. Red Sox are plus 78. Mariners are minus 48. The Toronto Blue Jays have the fourth best run differential in Major League Baseball, plus 168. 168. They had three games in a row against the Yankees. They won eight to nothing earlier in the season. Yeah, he was talking that craziness. (laughs) Yeah, they, they, when their bats are on, 
they absolutely rake. They look like the twins last year. Just everybody in that lineup can go yard. It's just, man, they've had some times this year where they've just all slumped at the same time. Yeah, well, from the look of things, they granted the twins played them really tough. I seen their game was like eight to four, and then it was another one to eight six or something like that. The Yankees or the twins hit very well. I would not take that series away from them at all. But uh yeah, I think they're hot right now. I think that they're in playoff mode. The game last night looked like it was it was electric. It was playoff baseball last night. Every hit, every pitch felt like baseball, like playoff baseball. So if the Blue Jays can keep this up, I think they will have no problems winning tonight against the Yankees and clearing up a Baltimore Orioles team. I mean, it's it's definitely playoff baseball because the Blue Jays have not announced their pitchers for this series with Baltimore. They're not going standard. I think they're prepared to pitch Robbie Ray on playoff rest. Yep. I'd be the smartest thing for him. Definitely be the smartest thing for him. Before we get into NFL picks, I got two things. We're not, we'll do like a, a quick Taylor fade. Okay. Joel Embiid says the 76ers are built around Ben Simmons' needs. They essentially said Ben Simmons has gotten whatever he's needed and whatever he's wanted. I'm going to tell that because they brought in a lot of shooters around Ben Simmons. Like that was their key goal. And that's what they did with Seth and they kept Shaq Milton and they have Tobias Harris and all those guys are shooters. They really built around Ben and they got lucky with drafting and beat. Not lucky, but you know, they were in that position to draft and beat. And then beat just became that superstar. And now these Sixers just need to start building around Embiid, which it makes the same. You're, you're building around guys that can't shoot. So you're pretty much building around Ben and Embiid. But the problem is Embiid shoots a little better than Ben. So, yeah, I would believe that. I would believe that. I would definitely tell that. It's very interesting to me to watch because uh, Embiid is – shit-talking Ben Simmons while also, like, very clearly trying to get him to stay. I mean, kind of that big brother, little brother thing. Like, come on, man. This whole team is built around you. You might as well just come back. But you might as well just figure your shit out over here. At the same time, though, like, if I were Ben Simmons, I would fire back. Oh, you mean spacing? Yeah, because you also benefit from spacing, bro. And you haven't been complaining about them double-doubles when I'm feeding you in the post playing alley-oop ball. Now, yeah, uh, man, I mean, this team, though. Can you imagine this team if they had gotten what they got for – if they had traded Ben Simmons for what he was worth two years ago and kept Jimmy Butler? Oh, yeah. It'd like, be fantastic. I mean, you might have had Jimmy Butler, D'Lo, and Joel Embiid yeah. as a big three. What teams need to do 
is sign Seth Curry off the Jimmy, bench. Sign Jimmy Butler to like a 10-day contract and find the bitch on your team. Just find the bitch on your team. He'll find them for you and let you know that he a bitch. And at that point, you need to figure out what you need to do for your organization. Because Jimmy's not wrong. He found one in Minnesota. He found one in the 76ers. And he went to Miami. And guess what? Ain't no bitches in Miami. They they ran to the NBA Finals because Jimmy's that guy. He wasn't playing around bitches. Jimmy is a great GM as soon as he's out of this league. But let me tell you this right now. (laughs) Sign him as your GM ASAP. Jimmy Butler just comes to the locker room. Ah, smells like bitch in here. I got me one in here. Do you think 10 days is enough time for Jimmy Butler to threaten to fight every single person in a locker room? Absolutely. It might be too much. It might be give him a seven to 10 day contract just in case he needs a couple more days to find you another bitch in your team. I was going to say Jimmy Butler. It's like a, it's like a, a trial stay when you have a dog and you get another dog, like get 24 hours just to see if they fight and if it'll work. You can't just sign Jimmy Butler to a long-term deal. You got to start with a year. Yep. You have to. Speaking of Tyler hero says, expect a bounce back year and he's going to quote unquote, turn heads like he did in the bubble. I, I know that you told me in the beginning of the show, the breaking news of the, uh, halftime show is there a breaking news of them going back into the bubble is COVID got that bad again no okay then I do not expect this shit I'm gonna fade the shit out of that I'll say this the worst thing the worst thing to ever happen to Tyler Hero was the rumors that they wouldn't trade him for James Harden because (laughs) my man you gotta play like this, the ceiling, like the standard that you need to live up to, just got way better. You need to be White Ray Allen at this point. Hundred percent. You need to do what James Harden does and better, because apparently that's what Miami thought, and we're all sitting here waiting to see it happen. Good luck, dude. Uh, one last one I got for you. Uh, this one's a little bit more uh, personal. Uh. LaShawn McCoy is retiring a Philadelphia Eagle. And he has been described as a two-time Super Bowl champ. Are you tailing or fading LaShawn McCoy as a two-time Super Bowl champ? (sighs) He's a two-time Super Bowl champ as Robert Horry is an 11-time NBA champ. His, uh, Final year, his final Super Bowl, uh, which was last year at Tampa Bay. Yep. He played uh, in 10 games. Or I don't know if they – when it says games, I don't know if you have to, like, check into the game or if it's just you're on the active roster. Um, you have to check in, I think. 10 rushes for 31 yards and one first down. <laughs> well, <laughs> He said one first down. <laughs> uh, three point yard one yards per game, uh, one touch per game. That's Super Bowl caliber player right there. That was all the pieces that 
you guys would not have been able to win that Super Bowl if it wasn't for those touches. You know that. I, I have a hard time even calling him a Super Bowl champ with Kansas City, and he got 101 rushes for 465 and four touchdowns before he got on his Jimmy Butler and realized Andy Reid was also a bitch. <laughs> Everyone's talking about how Andy Reid's a bitch and all this other shit. What, why? Because he wants to throw the ball? Sorry. I don't know. That's what he said. He said he'd never play for him again. What do you want yeah. from that, man? So did Le'Veon Bell. Like, both of them are just uh, crybaby-ass bitches that can't find a job, so they need to retire. Sorry that nobody wants to play fucking passive running back. That works only for a little bit. Take that shit to fucking Dallas, because that shit works down there. Oh, you can't? Because you can't do it anymore? All right. Well, Mr. Bell, sit on fucking... Ravens practice squad, like the true awesome superstar you are. And go ahead, McCoy. Go ahead and retire, you fuck. Career year was 314 rushes for 1,600 yards, nine touchdowns, uh, 100 yards per game average with 539 receiving, 2,100 total yards, and that was in 2013. He did that as an eagle, right? Yep, the year, you did they, the year they lost the Super Bowl, I believe. Oh, okay. Because there was a stunt where he did in Buffalo, right? He was in Buffalo for like three years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four years. Four years. So, I mean, I guess sign with the team that you got you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, genuinely, not put you in the back seat and said, here, hang on tight. Yeah, anyway, that's always that was always interesting. Yeah, two time Super Bowl champion, him and Tavares Jackson. <laughs> no, fuck out of here, man. <laughs> take your ring. You guys should take your rings and pawn it. That's what you guys should do. They're not yours anyway. 12 year career, 2,400 rushes for 11,102 yards. 73 touchdowns, uh, looks like almost 4,000 receiving yards, uh, 15,000 even yards from scrimmage. Is he a Hall of Famer? Fuck no. I knew that was going to be your question. (laughs) I could have stopped you at the first couple stats. No, absolutely not. What is it? What is he? uh, What's what's his number on uh, rushing yards? What is like what? 58? He's not up there, no way. Uh, NFL all-time rush leaders. 22. Oh, not bad. Still no. If he had played... If he had gotten another 135 yards, he could have passed O.J. Simpson. That might have put you in a different position. I mean, if he's not a Hall of Famer, uh, every single person above him is a Hall of Famer. And the Three people under him are worked on Ricky Waters and Jamal Lewis. They also all might be Hall of Famers. 
I hope not. I don't think he was that good. Directly above him are O.J. Simpson, Corey Dillon, John Riggins, Stephen Jackson, Fred Taylor, Thurman Thomas, uh, Franco Harris, Marcus Allen. Those are all less than 100 more rushing yards than he had. And they're all Hall of Famers. A thousand, uh, less than a 500, sorry. And they're all you named the two Hall of Famers, yeah. I guess he is. If he's a Hall of Famer, you might as well just put uh, Adelman in there too. Fuck it. Honestly, that's the part that makes it very interesting to me. Uh, because you look at like Frank Gore. I don't know if Frank Gore is a Hall of Famer, but he has Hall of Fame numbers. Right. If you look at like all time lists, but at the same time, if you give me uh, LaShawn McCoy's numbers, not knowing LaShawn McCoy or anything about any specifics in his seasons, and then you give me those numbers and say Andy was a two time Super Bowl champion, that looks way different. Yeah. So that's why that's part of why I brought up the Taylor fate that I mean, arguably. Not arguably, his two worst seasons were the years he won the Super Bowl, and by far the years where he got the least touches were the years he won the Super Bowl. So I definitely feel like those years should not be taken under consideration, but you have to look at the whole picture, I guess. And at the very end, the corner of the picture is a small little diamond with two rings, I guess. Makes no fucking sense. Yeah, the thing about Frank Gore is. Every time, every year he was put in, he ran well. Like, he ran consistent 500-plus yards. Like, he was put in the game, and he did the job. Well, granted, when you give him a good offensive line, and even when you gave him a bad offensive line, he figured it out to punch the numbers, you know? I mean, if you're looking at all-purpose yards, though, there's only only his last year he didn't hit 500 yards from scrimmage. So, yeah, it, that'll be a very interesting – I think that might be up there with uh, the Julian Edelman debate in five, six years as to are they Hall of Famers or not. Very interesting yeah. conversation. Yeah, we'll maybe, see how that goes. Something maybe we should take to our social. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I don't think either of them are, but the NFL Hall of Fame probably has like over 3,000 guys in it at this point. I feel like it's all NFL Hall of Fame is also getting a little soft. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, let's get into a little bit of uh, money back guarantee. What's your fantasy? But I gotta let, let, let know what, what's your fantasy. Money back guarantee. There you go. <laughs> We pick up, pick the money line in your fantasy breakout stud of the week. All right. Um, first game, I have the Titans and the Jets. I'm taking the Titans. They're going to figure their shit out, especially against a bad team like the Jets. And it is Julio Jones time. Julio Jones is going to have a breakout game. 100 yards, a touchdown, maybe two. He will be your breakout fantasy player of this game. Uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, Vegas agrees with you. The money line is Titans minus 310, Jets plus 255. Uh, I really don't care what the spread is. 
I think if they gave it to Derrick Henry every single play, they would win this game and they don't have to give it to Derrick Henry every single game, every single time. So I do think Derrick Henry is going to have a massive game. I think he's going to continue. I believe he's on, he's at like what, 160 yards a game he's averaging. I think yeah, he's, he's like 360 right now. I think he easily puts up 150. I think he breaks a long one for a touchdown. Derrick Henry is my fantasy player of the week. Thank you very much for Jay's fantasy team. <laughs> All right. Next game, I have the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Um, I am going to take the Lions over the Bears. I think they will finally get a win under their column. They finally deserve it. Jared Goff has a good game, especially when Chicago has no idea who their starter is. And my player of the game will be DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift looking like he is going, he's breaking out of his shell. He is looking like the dominant runner he should be. And he's catching out the backfield very well. Jared Goff loves that. My fantasy player, DeAndre Swift. Uh, I think uh, I think I would tend to pick the Lions too because I know they're very hungry. And I think that defense is going to do enough to win. They looked really good shutting down uh, Lamar Jackson last week. Uh, they're not letting Justin Fields, assuming he's going to be the starter, do the things that they let Lamar Jackson do. But I also don't think he's quite as good of a runner. So I think this is going to be a much better game for Detroit. That being said, Detroit is on their third and fourth corners. I think your player of the game is Allen Robinson. I think he finally has a breakout game. Uh, no matter who's in at quarterback, because I think one net passing yard last week for the Chicago Bears can't happen again. They're not going to let it happen again. I think if they have to just throw up bombs to Allen Robinson, they're going to do it. I think they are going to fight and claw to get him touches, uh, especially considering he's playing under the franchise tag right now. So I, I've got Allen Robinson as my player of the game, but I have it in a not enough, uh, not enough uh, Detroit slip pick. And next game is Miami Dolphins versus the Colts. Who you got there? Ooh, is this uh, the Brissette Bowl? The Brissette Bowl. Oh, yep, definitely is. I got Miami. Got Miami. All right. Perfect. Yeah, I, I the spread's weird. Minus two is a pretty easy spread, but uh, if, it's, if we're just talking to pick them, I think Miami's the pick. Uh, Quentin Nelson being out still, I just don't think they got enough. I haven't liked what I've seen from the Colts. Low key, I think the Colts are a dark horse to fire their coach this offseason. Really? Sure. They officially have a they have or had a talented enough roster where uh they should be doing better than they're doing right now. So I think if the Colts don't make the playoffs this year, uh Frank Reich might be gone. All right. Uh who's your fantasy player? I like Waddle as a fantasy player. I think he can burn on this Colts defense. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has a better arm in terms of a deep ball than Tua. He showed some glimpses last week. I think I've got 
I think that's who I've got. I think I've got Waddle, though I'm expecting a decent game out of Gaskin as well. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i also going to take the Miami Dolphins. I think they're going to win this game over the Colts. I'm also going to take uh, Miles Gaskins. I think he is due for a damn breakout game, 100 yards on the ground, 100 yards catching. I think it happens against the Colts. All right. This is going to be a very interesting game. I think this is going to be the money back guaranteed game of the week. I We have the Minnesota Vikings and the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are going to be going to Minnesota. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota. I think Kirk Cousins is playing fantastic ball right now. Um, they're going to be at home. Dalvin Cook is going to be playing this game. They're going to be at full strength. I think you will see how toxic OBJ can be to this offense, especially to Baker's mental and needing the ball all the time. It will show. So I'm taking the Vikings. My player of the game is going to be Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been playing phenomenal football, and he is playing records Record-pacing numbers, too. He is leading the league in QBR in the last, what, 20 games? So, I'm taking Kirk Cousins in this one. A um, couple questions for you. Is Brashad Breland still starting for the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. It's yes. Uh, who is the Minnesota Vikings left tackle? Uh, O'Neal and are oh, they? Oh no, Dareshaw. Dareshaw's coming back. Nope, they're not going to start him though. He's coming up. Oh, He's, they're they're not playing him. Just saw. Him. Uh, and then I guess my final question is: Are they going to allow the Vikings left tackle to carry a gun? <laughs> no, I don't think there's any guns permitted in the stadium. Um, there's a sign. Then I've got the Browns because <laughs> I think that Kirk Cousins is going to get teabagged by Miles Garrett multiple times. There were some plays last week against Chicago, who I think has a uh, at least as good offensive line as Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota's offensive line is very good. And there were plays. Rank like top five right now. There were a couple plays where Miles Garrett was unblockable unblockable there was one in one step he was lined up outside the tackle and he got inside the a gap i just i don't i think seattle wasn't able they were able to pressure kirk but they weren't able to take him down even missing greg newsome i think cleveland wins this game so this is Angel from Money Back Guarantee, your offensive line specialist. I played offensive line for multiple years of my life, and I will tell you exactly what happened on that Miles Garrett play. That lineman sucked. You do not let a defensive player completely cross your face and you not put hands on him at all. You're going into pass. So you're going to drop back and see him go in front of you and guess what? You got a hold of his pads and you pull him down or you push him back. 
Because guess what? He's going sideways. What offensive line did he play last week? Trash. That's what he played. Minnesota won't be going into any of those stunts. It was a very cute stunt. The other deep, uh, defensive tackle came around side, but Gaskin, or not Gaskin, but Garrett is just, he's a monster in the space. Just don't let him get into the space. And a lot of offensive lines know how to control that. I can't wait to see him go against like a, a whiff from Tampa or anything like that because it's going to be interesting then. But Minnesota will take care of that with a triple team and a running back block. So we're going to be good to go. Player of the game, Browns defense. Browns defense. All right. That'll be Jay because he'll be just pouting on the sidelines. All right. Next game. Uh, Atlanta Falcons going to the Washington football team. Excuse me. Washington football team going down to Atlanta. Who wins that game? Oh, I was looking at the wrong way. I don't know why that happened. I've got the Washington football team in a bounce back. Oh, shit. All right. But I don't like it. If that helps. (laughs) It doesn't. Uh, this is basically a pick em. Atlanta's plus 100, Washington football team's minus 120. It's This is a hard game because you are gambling not only on, like, the spread and the teams, but you're gambling what team is going to show up. Are you going to get good Heineke? Or are you going to get bad Heineke? Are you going to get good Atlanta defense? Or are you going to get shitty Atlanta defense? I think if both teams show up the way they should, I've got the Washington football team, so that's the way I'm going to bet it. I think if both teams don't bring their best game and they show up like they've showed up the last couple weeks, Atlanta could get their first win. Second one. They beat the Giants. Giants. Second win. Player of the game? How about this? Player of the game, uh, Kyle Pitts. Really? He needs a breakout game. I I just don't think outside of the front four, the Washington football team has played very well. They've been passed on very easily. Uh, throw out Kyle Pitts. Why not? I don't think I'm going to start him in fantasy just because I've got Gronk and I've got Kelsey. But if I was in a pinch, in separate leagues, I've got Gronk or Kelsey, not both. Oh, Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> but if I did not, I would very much feel good about starting <clears throat> Kyle Pitts because for what a freak he is. Like, the way we were blowing him up before the draft is like, man, this guy's going to add 10 years to Matt Ryan's career. He has not done shit so far. Absolutely not. But more importantly, not only has he not done shit, Atlanta has not seemed to change anything to try to give him an opportunity to do something. And that's been frustrating as a Kyle Pitts fantasy owner. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. Um, this offense has been going through a rut, but <clears throat> I think it keeps going. Um Atlanta is going to be going against the 31st ranked defense in the NFL right now. Well, 31st. You know who's 32? Take a guess. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. 
That's the worst. Oh, that's the team that Kirk lit up, and now he's your quarterback (laughs) for the next 10 years? Whoa, 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 whoa. On a friendly deal, the Vikings should sign him for 10 years. But anyway. Kirk Cousins has never signed a friendly deal in his since his rookie contract, <laughs> sir. Kirk, Kirk walks into negotiations. Smells like, smells like poor people in here. Where's that guaranteed money? <laughs> no. And now he goes in there like Jimmy Butler goes into lockers. I smell bitch in here. I need a contract. That's guaranteed money. Yeah. That's what, Kirk walks into Rick Spielman's office. Smells like bitch in here. <laughs> oh my fucking god, man! Hey, bro, nobody has had less fun with eighty million dollars than Kirk fucking Cousins. Kirk Cousins is going to sign a $120 million five-year guaranteed deal, and he's going to, like, upgrade his fire pit. <laughs> hey, man, he still grills with a mat on his grill, man. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, I got a new Ford Windstar minivan. I even sprung for the DVD for the kids. Love this new contract money. Yeah, paid it in cash because I got it like that. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm taking Atlanta. Let me get back to the topic here. I'm taking Atlanta. My fantasy player will be Calvin Ridley. Atlanta's going to wake up. That offense is going to wake up. Um, They've been sleeping. Um, But I guess a bad defense like this, they should be all right. (laughs) Fucking Kirk Cousins. All right. uh, Next game, we have uh, the New York Giants. Going down to play the first game in the Superdome, the New Orleans Saints. Who you got winning that? Another one. Good Jameis, bad Jameis. Uh, I think that... If we're talking spread, my answer is different. But if we're talking pick them, I'm picking the Saints. I just think they have too many weapons. I think Washington or New York Giants, I think they're a better football team than their record shows. I don't think they're going to finish the season 0-17. Uh, in New Orleans, first game back in the Superdome, I think they're going to be riding high. Uh, minus 7.5 I think is a pretty crazy spread, but I, I do like the Saints to pull this one out. Yeah, I have the Saints written down here as well. I might change my pick when we get closer to the game, see what the vibe is in New Orleans. Uh, but, yeah, I am going to take the Giants. Looks like Saquon Barkley is at 100%. He was in for 89% of the snaps. He got the ball 22 times, and he scored. I think Barkley has found his rhythm. His knee looks good, and he's not worried about it. So I'm not going to worry about this game. I'm going to take. The Giants to beat the Saints and Saquon to have a takeover type game. Oh, yeah, I got Kamara. I don't think anybody can stop Kamara on that Giants defense. Uh, They did, like your boy said, shout out Jay, the offensive coordinator. They focused on getting the ball to Kamara. They didn't take as many deep shots against the Patriots, and they had a very good game. I'm hoping they will learn from that and they will feed the ball to the workhorse. Uh, I think Kamara gets 20 rushes and 10 touches with the 
passing. All right. Next game is going to be interesting. Kansas City Chiefs making the flyover to Philadelphia to to go against the Eagles. Who you got there? If Patrick Mahomes loses to Jalen Hurts, you need to fire somebody. True or false? Taylor Fade. I'm going to tell that. I don't know if it's the offensive line coach. I don't know if it's the enemy. I don't know if Andy Reid needs to, like, take a leave of absence. But you got to shake something up because Patrick Mahomes has never lost twice in a row in his career. Had never lost in September. Now has lost two in a row in September. And both games, they don't look like they've changed a damn thing. No. They're like, no, 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 no. That was like, I don't, it's, it's like the equivalent of having like a gambling system, losing 30, 40, 50 in a row. And no, 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 no. The system works. The system works. At some point, the system doesn't work and you got to figure something else out. You got to bring in somebody. I don't think Josh Gordon is going to be the thing that changes this team's dynamic when you have a guy like a Richard Sherman available for that cheap, which we will talk about uh, probably when we talk Patriots. But I do have the Chiefs to win. I don't like the Chiefs minus seven, but I do have the Chiefs to win. And I think this has to be a week where you find a way to get Tyreek Hill off. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I honestly feel like this offensive line is worse than the Super Bowl. And it's a recreated offensive line. It is not good right now. I think talent-wise, they're the same level. But when you went to the Super Bowl, it's worse than your full-strength offensive line last year. But the reason it looks so similar is because they just – they don't look comfortable playing together yet, which – No. You you would expect they would look better by now, or at least not. Yeah. At least put Kyle Long in there. Try something. You have you have to change up this line. The rookie side is what's failing you right now. Kyle Long so had a one or a two-year deal. One year. Yeah. You got to kick the tires eventually, right? You got you got to you got to put him in there and see what he can do because right now that's what's holding this team back. But I will take the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm just gonna take yeah, I'm just gonna take the Chiefs here. Um, I do have Tyreek Hill having a big game. I think they will either give him some drag routes. Some routes that are just going to get the ball in his hands and have him do work. That's what they need to do. That's what they're going to focus on this week. I got the Chiefs. I will say this is going to be a big-time Jalen Hurts game. Oh, yeah. I I will say this. I mean, we'll get into our picks later. I love the Eagles plus seven. And I think for Jalen Hurts being a quarterback in the city of Philadelphia – Covering plus seven would be very good for him after the loss they just took to Dallas. Hey, they flushed it. So we're good. <laughs> uh, if you lose, 
back to back by 20 plus, which they very well could. If this Chiefs team can right themselves and you can get Tyreek Hill to contribute offensively in some way, like he has in the last two weeks, uh, the city is going to, you're going to really see the city turn on Jalen Hurts, especially with a guy like Gardner Minshew there, who, you know, isn't awful. Like, I'm sure there are people in Philly who want to see Gardner Minshew. Right. Who's your player of the game? You named Hill and you named Hurts. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be. Because I, I do have – I think the fantasy player of the game is Tyreek Hill. I think the the player to watch is going to be Jalen Hurts from a football perspective because how he responds to last week is going to very much dictate the kind of money I bet on the Eagles the rest of the season. All right. Um, Next game is uh, Carolina Panthers headed down to the Lone Star State to take on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Who you got? Ooh, that's a good one. I personally, with no Christian McCaffrey, I've got Dallas. I've got Dallas. Dallas. The smart money, the Vegas money is on Dallas. It's a very interesting spread at four and a half. But I've got, in terms of pick them, I've got Dallas. Yeah, I, I think this is a game where uh, you're going to see what Sam Darnold's made of. We're going to settle our bet pretty quick. Yeah, I think Sam has a good game. I think this defense for Carolina Panthers will have a good game as well. They're like number one in the league on third downs so on having the opponents turn it over or have it punt to them. So the Carolina defense is playing good. They're consistently pushing the quarterbacks out of the pocket. So I think it's going to be a very good game, but they're going against a high-powered offense that is has probably right now one of the top three quarterbacks in the league right now. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to take C.D. Lamb to wake the fuck up and have a monster game. But be careful because I think the Panthers will give Dallas a very strong for their very strong run run for their money because this this uh Panthers team they might not be pretenders. They truly might not be. I know that CMC is hurt. So this will be the first test to see is this team real or fake? Cuz with CMC in there, it does put a Band-Aid to a lot of other problems. So now that you don't have them, Sam, time to make your money, baby. Taking C.D. Lamb to uh, be the player of the game. Uh, I think I got uh, – I think I got Zeke. Yeah, Zeke? Okay. Perfect. Uh- it's purely, purely because I don't know if Zeke is the best running back on that team, but he is the guy they like to use on the goal line. All right. Next game, we have the Seattle Seahawks going down to San Francisco 49ers. Who you got in that game? Because it looks like the uh, NFC West are taking big swings at each other with this game, with this game this week. Man, I don't even know what how to start with this game. <laughs> Let's start with uh, Seattle has the worst defense in the league. Yeah, I think I've got San Francisco. Uh, 
but I know you can pass the ball on San Francisco's defense. So like all Seattle games, I think it has the makings of a shootout. Um, play the game, Russell Wilson. Let Russ cook. San Francisco is a shitty team because for fantasy because they're very good, but I don't think I've ever had a play, uh, 49er pop on my fantasy team. No, it never happens. But like the, the entire team gets like eight points. It's very, it's very depressing, especially now that they have like no running back game. Like everyone is hurt, even Elijah Mitchell's hurt. So, bro, you're gonna have like Jimmy Garoppolo put up like 18, and Trey Lance is gonna come throw for two touchdowns and eight yards, and also get like 18. <laughs> That's exactly what it might be. But my player of the game, I'm gonna go with Kittle. Kittle hasn't had a big game yet. Kittle's been super fucking quiet over there. And I think that the Seattle defense being as awful as it is, I think Kittle finds a touchdown from Jimmy and Trey Lance. He catches two. I wonder how many people have done that. In the same NFL game, catch a touchdown pass from two different players. Can't be that mm-hmm. many. Gotta look it up. Someone must have been hurt like first half or something like that. So, um, the number one team in the NFL by Pro Football Sports and all the rankings everywhere, you got the LA Rams going against the Arizona Cardinals. Do you see Kyler winning this game? No. Sure. Is that it? Is that all I need? I think I think that was all. I think that was it. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, I don't think he has a bad game. This is going to be, man. This is going to be an interesting game. This might be low key. I know the hot, like the hype game of the week is Tampa Bay, New England. But yeah. in terms of pure like repercussions for the NFL season and like a competitive game. This is a crazy good game. Cardinals plus four and a half might be a crazy good bet. It's in LA, oh, right? Yeah. In LA, yep. Yep, definitely in LA. Uh, player of the game, Rondell Moore. Or Charlie Kirk. Player of the game, a Cardinals receiver not named DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Um, Stafford throws for five touchdowns. Calling it right now. I think he just keeps blowing up the charts, especially that against a defense that is supposed to be all the way put together and has all the pieces it needs. Stafford is going to blow it up. I'm taking Stafford. Here's the matchup to watch. Ready, Mr. Offensive Line? Chandler Jones, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, Jones is going to eat all night. Because, you, I mean, he played in Detroit for a long time. So we know Stafford can handle the heat, but he hasn't faced it in a while like he's going to face it on Sunday. So, yeah. again, I don't know if I'm going to bet this game, but this is another one of those games where – Big repercussions for the rest of the season. This is going to be a very telling game. If L.A. comes out and just rolls the Cardinals over, 
LA might be for real, for real. Because they oh, yeah. won, but they didn't impress me against Tampa Bay. I'm waiting for them okay. to impress me. All right. Uh, next game, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers going out to uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think if if you swap quarterbacks, whatever team with Big Ben would lose. So I have Green Bay. No faith in Big Ben, huh? No, I think he needs to retire. I don't think he's mobile enough. Um, I think even an average defensive line, he struggles. I think their offensive line has the ability to look worse than Kansas City's. Uh, I have Green Bay. All right. I have. I also now, have. Do Green I have Bay. Green Bay minus seven? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't. I, I might have Green Bay minus seven, but not minus seven and a half. I think that's a really good line. I got gotcha. you. Uh, player of the game? Uh, Devontae Adams, who's immune to concussions because he's built different. Dude. That red hat must have been in there and went. You're good. Go. Go. <laughs> or or he had that uh, moment. I don't know what movie it was, but the boxer sitting in the corner, his eyes are all shut, and the, the guy in the corner, how many fingers am I holding up? Bro, the coach how, taps him on the knee three times. <laughs> how pissed are, like, the concussion people in the NFL? Not only that he went back, but then he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just built different. Yeah, as the helmet guys are just clapping and cheering, like, we did it! <laughs> uh, I am taking the other Aaron to have a great game. I think he has another two-touchdown game. I'm taking Aaron Jones as player of the game. Steal me more money. All right, next game. I think is going to be a very interesting game. Baltimore Ravens going down to Denver to play the Broncos. Who you got winning that game? Uh, I got uh, I got Denver. There you go. I don't have a money line for this either. Do you have a money line for this? I do not. I don't know why. Is is there an injury going on? Lamar's um, question, Lamar's questionable. Yep, the the back. Back? It, no, it went. It's still stemming from the fucking hip that he messed up on the touchdown. Now it's his back that's hurt. How awful will it be? Your biggest win of your career gives you a injury that sets you back. I would love it. That's what you get for flipping. Leave the flipping to the professionals, Lamar. Yeah. Uh, Bleacher Report has it literally even odds. Baltimore plus 115, Denver minus 105. I think it's like that because of how Detroit Lions really exposed Lamar Jackson. I mean, they really holding him down, man. Really, also, really holding him down. They also exposed Hollywood Brown, but. I mean, he just needs to catch the ball and he'd be all right. Yeah. I mean, everybody's playing against the same shitty Detroit corner and they're, they're in every single game. Yeah. Well, I got, I got, I got Denver plus one. I got Denver money line. 
There you go. I have the Broncos as well. I think they're going to be very, very well. Fantasy player of the game, I'm giving it to Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy plays really well. He gets this team to win. Player to watch, absolutely, is going to be Patrick Sertain. Patrick Sertain could expose um, Lamar's weaknesses when it comes to his arm, especially that they're going to want to pick on him. And I don't think he's the rookie to pick on. I think J.C. Horn was the guy not to pick on, but now he's hurt. But Patrick Sertain, watch out for him. He's going to be good. Uh, my player is going to be Cortland Sutton. Sutton, all right. I The only burner the Ravens have played so far has been Tyreek Hill, and he got his against Baltimore. Yeah. With um, no running game, so – I'm going to skip the Sunday night game because I'm going to save that for last. We're going to go to the Monday night game. You have the LA, or excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders going to LA Chargers. Who wins that game? Chargers. That's a big game. Ooh, that's a big game. You think the Chargers win that one? Mm-hmm. I have Chargers. Ooh. Uh, I think Herbie gets it done. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Just why? First off, why are you screaming his name that much? Just go up to him and get in front of him. Can't hear you. Herbie, Herbie. Ugh, gross. No, I'm taking the Raiders. I think that the Derek Carr magic is not done yet. I think Derek Carr shows that this Vegas team is a super contender in this division. I think uh, the Raiders win it, and I'm giving the fantasy player to Bryson Edwards. Left field, I know, but I think he's one of the guys that kind of gets forgotten a lot when Riggs gets going, or Ruggs gets going, and Waller gets going. So I think Edwards is going to be is going to be the one that sees the one on one lot, and he's going to have a good game. Yeah, I think I just give it to Herbert. Herbert. And last but not least, the easiest game of the week: Tampa Bay. Tom Brady goes over there and plays the dad that used to be them. <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to go see the Patriots. Tom Brady is going home for his first home. Who wins that game? Who's the player of the game? We can almost say it at the same time. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Gronk Tom Brady. might have to, like everybody's going to score. Uh, I've got a lot of bets on this one. And I don't know what I'm going to throw out. I might just, all my picks this week just might be props for this game. Ooh, all right. Nice. I think the player to watch absolutely is going to be Sherman. Sherman, it looks like he will play. He will see a lot of snaps. That's what uh, the defensive coaches are saying. Um, looks like Sherman fits right in there nice and smooth. So that's the player to watch. Is he going to be the answer until you get healthy? I really hope so. But I don't know. We'll see. That defense, the DBs suck. So not this game per se. I think this game's a wash completely. But taking the Bucks or the Patriots, or taking the Bucks over the Patriots. I think player again. I think I traded for Tom Brady this week. I had Gronk on my bench because I have Kelsey. I'm gonna. Flip them. I actually got to start Gronk over Kelsey this week. Um, I think 
Tyler Johnson, the free agent. I'm going to go ahead and pick him up just in case he gets one. Just whoever's – Scotty Miller, he's hurt. He might catch a touchdown. I mean, that's how this game is going to go. It's going to be great. You think uh, – is Breeze in the building? He's, in, he's, he's going to be. be in the building. Yeah, sweet. Randy's going to be there as well. Tom Brady is 67 yards away from the right. Just please, just get it over with. First play, fake handoff, bomb to fucking uh, AB. Everyone celebrates, and then the ass whooping continues. Don't have this linger into the second quarter. Just get it done. Get it out the way. First drive. And I really hope it's a touchdown pass, you know? I don't want just a regular pass to be the record-breaking. Those things are always ugly. They always stop the game in the middle of, like, the 50-yard line. Just throw a bomb and get it over with. I don't hate it. <laughs> you, who do you think gets it? The first touchdown. Gronk. Gronk. He, you think he catches the record-breaking one, too? Of course, right? I think so. Uh, well, I could see it being AB, though. AB, who is officially off the COVID list. My my fantasy for that is Godwin to get it and then drop the ball. <laughs> and then Gronk gets it. That'd be great. All right. Those were your pickums of the week. Now it's time for Picks of the Week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The Money Back Guaranteed Picks of the Week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. Do you have your picks? I sure do. Sweet. Actually, have to change. All right. You want to go first, Clyde? Yeah. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus seven at minus 110. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I'm going to steal yours. I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus 17 and a half plus 270. I'm going to take Bucks leading at halftime, Bucks winning the game. That's plus 150. I'm going to take Gronk TD plus 110. I'm going to take Antonio Brown TD plus 160. I'm going to take uh, Tampa Bay scores every quarter plus 155. Um, and just to say fuck it, you know what? I'll take the over 49. There you go. <laughs> all right. Just for fun. There, I, want, I did it. I want all arrows to point towards kudos because I want all those picks as well. <laughs> I'm going to take... Uh, Vikings money line against the Browns. I'm going to take the over uh, in the Bills and Texans. That is over 47. Seems pretty easy for a blowout. I'm also going to take, a, I feel like a super simple over of 55 for the Rams and Cardinals game. And like you said, minus 17. I'm going to take that and the rest of the picks because Tampa Bay is going to have a party. And if they have a party and all my picks hit, Hopefully, I'm close to even. <laughs> uh, 
Just for the record, I also like Cleveland, Minnesota over 51 and a half. I like the Titans minus seven. I like the Cards plus four and a half. And I like Denver plus one. Those would have been my picks had I not Great. decided that this is going to be a Buccaneers themed pickup. <laughs> I, for, I forgot about the uh, taking the Cowboys and the spread over the Panthers because. Dallas is the team to bet on for the rest of the season. If you take them and the spread, whatever it's going, you're going to win your money back. Trust me. It's a money back guarantee. Well, not a guarantee. Not, not actually a guarantee. Season is minus 33 units on the year. After this week, I'll probably be under minus 10, and we're going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine. We're going to hit. We got some good college picks coming up. We got some good NFL picks coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, this weekend is going to be fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Check out our shows. All our old shows are all posted. Check them out. Money back guaranteed on all social platforms. Of course, check us out on IG. Money underscore back underscore podcast. I'm doing breaking news. We have the picks of the week. We're giving you everything on that social. So make sure you follow it. Angel's addicted to reels. Just get on board. Yeah. Um, once the Chiefs fucking cover a spread, I might do one of those dances that everyone's doing, you know? <laughs> also, for the record, Still love the Patriots. Patriots, AFC champs, 2022-2023. Changed it up. They're just running into an absolute fucking buzzsaw this week. He changed it up. He was like, hey, no, you're not winning the the division this year. Uh Like I I said, I'm still very pro-Mac Jones. I'm just, I'm tempering my expectations on Mac Jones, the rookie. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you did that. To end the show, just rank the rookies real quick. Uh, it's still what Mac, Trey, Justin, Trevor. Am I missing one? Oh, Zach Wilson. Put Zach Wilson third, right in the middle. There you go. I got Jones. I got Lance, I got Trevor, Fields, and then I got Zach. Justin Fields could easily be my number two if he was on any other team. <laughs> exactly. If he had a coach that had a brain, he would probably be winning. He'd be probably the leading candidate for rookie. If year. Justin Fields was on the Patriots, he would also probably be number one. 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. This was money back guarantee. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the bets. Get them in. Please bet responsibly. Follow us on Instagram at money underscore back underscore podcast. We will see you next week. Angel's got to go get a lineup. Yes, sir. See you guys next week. It's going to be a good week. Check out all our picks. <laughs>